Season five, episode eight. You know what it is. We are back in the fucking building, nigga. It's pop. We started the podcast off with some J Cole, so you know I'm gonna be mad as fuck. <laughs> classical, that's classical. Too Super f- classical. Mm, that's like a what should have that off of? That's a warm up. Oof. It's my favorite joint. Facts, facts. The, uh, crazy how good Cole is when he's not rapping on his beats. That's crazy. <laughs> well, he. I actually just watched an interview with him on Rap Radar. He was speak. He was speaking to the fact about him not. Um, like how they say he doesn't rap on his own beats or anything. I mean, where he doesn't rap on other people's beats, and he was saying that he's gonna start doing that more often now after like the T minus shit and shit like that. When is um that that uh, collab tape supposed to come out? Revenge of the Dreamers or whatever that shit is. I feel like everybody has been asking about that. I don't know. I have no clue. Because they were teasing that shit in like. January. That was good marketing, though. But you know how that shit works. It is like, good marketing, but then everyone forgot about it, and everyone's like, all right. You know how that shit works? It's like, drop it. That's like initially starting an album and saying, like, yo, my album's coming out when you only have, like, one record on. Yeah, that's what yeah, they basically yeah. did. But the thing is, like, I judge the success of albums based on, how, like, how many popular tweets there are, and if the first reply is, nobody cares, drop so-and-so. <laughs> Yeah, like well, I, I remember, rarely hear people say any of that shit. Nah, you remember? I think Astro World made it like a super big meme where like it'd be like no matter what the tweet is, under it says, "Yeah, we don't give a fuck, Chief. Drop Astro World." I mean, you know, after uh, what was that? Birds seen by McKnight or whatever. What's up? That's the record, right? The album before this album was oh, like Birds, Birds in the Trap saying McKnight. Like after that, I wasn't really crazy about hitting Travis Scott album. Crazy how I haven't listened to. Astroworld in like months and months. I haven't seen Astroworld in a while either. But when the album did come out, I was playing that album. Yeah, for I'm sure. Like, Can't say it's still the hardest song. I was just listening to that song like Oof. before before we got here. Now that record's really good. Um, but about the fucking call the warm up shit, the the fucking story came out about how he did the cover. So there's, there's only one, right? What? There's only one the warm up. Like, yeah. He should drop a second one. The, that would be pretty dope. It should be called like um. The stretching, like <laughs> the, the cardio. The story behind that shit was that uh, his manager supposedly went back to his high school. They were supposed to go to their high school to do, um, like the cover shoot. Yeah. And it was snowing and shit. I guess so the guy never showed up. So they just ended up shooting the photo shoot outside of him holding a basketball in the snow, and then the. Basketball hoop in the back, and then just filtered that shit. You think he paid for that? For sure he did. You gotta pay a photographer. I'd be fucking tight. You gotta pay. No, but that's like one of his most classic covers to me. Like that's the one that I know right away. Like I know what what record that is. Yeah, I feel like that's the one people go to. That one and his his most recent one, actually the Kod or the twenty fourteen. Him sitting on that house is um. 
That's a classic, yeah. That's, that's like when Drake was sitting on that. Uh, it's not like shit that, bro. For, <laughs> Except I, he wasn't sitting on the shit in Toronto. He was fucking photoshopped on that. That's just hilarious. Bro, who would sit up there? If he was real, if he would, if he really sat on there, I would have bought the album. I don't know. I would, that's that just way too hot, nigga. It's way too. Yeah. Hot. What's I, crazy is that um they did the math and he's too big, like like for, for, for yeah the yeah for that photo. Too. Yeah. So they were you like wouldn't be able to see him. <laughs> they they started photoshopping pictures of like him being that actual size. Yeah. And he was like fucking ten feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like sitting next to like uh, whatever shorty he's with at the time, and be like a fucking massive. The classic shit about that was uh, when the Raptors won the title for the yeah. parade there was the a trophy. guy watching uh, the parade from up there where he was actually where Drake was supposedly standing how the fuck did he get up there I think well he was he was on like one of those uh, what's that shit called a harness yeah, yeah so I guess he went out the, like that they have windows that open up there and then a harness what even is that building what is it for I have no clue I think they got a restaurant up there I think it's just like one of those like tourist things where it's like uh, uh like because people do things in the Empire State Building. Yeah. And the Statue of Liberty is just like a statue. That makes sense. But this is a it building. A gift. Yeah, it's a gift. Shout yeah. out to French. Um, shout out to French. Montana, nigga, me no, France. No, shout out, <laughs> shout, out, shout out the French. Nigga, yeah. shout out French Montana. Yo, French Montana might be hip-hop's best Muslim. There's a lot, no, that's not true. <laughs> There's a lot of Muslims, bro. Benny Siegel's Muslim, and it's mad Muslim niggas in hip hop. Benny Siegel made Wu-Tang Unforgettable. Is Muslim. Did Wu Tang make Unforgettable? <laughs> <laughs> Unforgettable was a good record, though. Um, but what, what the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. I don't, one, I don't even know what that building is called. No, I don't know Two, what it's called. I don't know what it's for. And three, that's in Toronto, right? Yeah. I got a few homeboys in Toronto, and it's one of those classic shits where, like, niggas like, I never go to that. (laughs) Probably. Like, if you live there, why go there, Yeah, like, why would you go to them? Yeah. Like, I don't know what monuments we have here, but I never go to... Like, I've been to New York billions of times. I've never been to the Empire State Building. Facts. I've never been... I've never been... I've never been to Ellis Island. I've never been to Statue of Liberty. What is never Ellis been. Island? That's Ellis like Island the, is where all the, um, the immigrant island? The immigrants came in and signed before they came I'm cool. My parents did that. <laughs> I'm straight. Your parents did not Your parents did the classic Dominican shit and like got the... One of them came over here with a work visa and then brought them over. No, what happened was is, um, my grandparents had a child specifically in America just so everyone could get visas. Hey, man. That's a sacrifice, boy. Facts. That's a sacrifice. She did what she had to for the people. Facts. It's crazy. She's like 15 years younger than everyone else. Who? Uh, my aunt, who I said was born for that reason. Oh, like the, oh. the next oldest sister is like 15 years older than her. Damn. So they're like, yo, we got to get this bag. Just get knocked <laughs> up real quick. I mean, shit. 15 years. That's uh, that's a big gap between siblings. Yeah, for sure. That's a huge gap between siblings, bro. I wouldn't want to have kids that have more than a five-year gap. Yeah, just think about that in like a normal setting. Like if you're, you're having a you're normal twenty, time. she's thirty five. Yeah, that's not even your fucking sister. That's your uncle or aunt. At that's that your point. aunt at that point. Yeah. Knowing knowing Spanish families, they would they would say that that's your aunt. Probably <laughs> really the whole time it's your whole blood sister. Because I have an tight. uncle that's only four years older than me. Yeah, he's three sure years happens. older than my brother. I mean, a year older than my brother. But like I still deal. <laughs> I don't call that nigga that. He's more like a cousin to me. You, you can remind him I say man he's like fuck out of here with that shit um we can keep this on uh, music since we started on music 
the Benny the Butcher project came out. This EP. I like um, it. What was what you said? You didn't like it. I did like it. I was about it. to yeah, say, yeah, nigga, I did you like about it. Respect Benny, disrespect Benny the Butcher. He'll come over here from Buffalo, nigga. Niggas from Buffalo. Now they all from Buffalo. With him, Westside and Conway, all from Buffalo. Westside Gun is from Buffalo. Yeah, they all from Buffalo. Why does Buffalo has like three hard ass spitters right now? Apparently, Buffalo is a place where they could get busy. <laughs> like, I want to laugh, but like, I I understand. Like, like, well, you know how they always <coughs> say, "There's a hood everywhere." I, I didn't. I wouldn't have guessed that Buffalo got like a prevalent hood where niggas yeah, get shot. I wouldn't have guessed guess that like Buffalo would produce three rappers like with the same caliber, all on the same, all on the all, same like tip too. All they're all on the same. Uh, what am I thinking of? Hmm. On the same label, Griselda. That's their label. That's their group, Griselda. Dead ass. Yeah, Griselda has been killing it for a minute. Like he, uh, I've talked about here on the podcast before. Uh, like their music is really good. They just actually put a, a record is, out with DJ Premier. Is Rock Marciano with them? Nah, Rock Marciano's more like because he fits that same vein. He's more Doom era. Oh, he's older. Yeah, he's older. He's, Damn, he's like he has records with Doom and shit like that. Like he's a person. Who, when someone asks, like, where's Doom been at? He knows the he answer. He knows. Like, he's the one of the niggas, him and, like, Bishop Nauru are the only two niggas who know Fucking where he... Bishop Nauru. Probably yeah. Blue, too. Probably. He makes really good music. The Blue? Blue, Blue Exile? Yeah. That yeah, nigga yeah. makes great Blue music. Um, but the Benny the Butcher Project is called The Plugs I Met. Um, it's super short. It's seven, it's seven songs, and it's 24 minutes. But to it's, me... it's not short of content at all. It's not. It's not at all. It's for me, my, one of my favorite records on here is the Pusha T 18 Wheelers, uh, the Sunday School record with 38 Special and Jada Kiss, and I actually like that Dirty Harry record a lot. I like all these records. What's though. What's the record just before the Pusha record? If you got the whole thing up, um, Too Many Plugs. That's my favorite on here. It's nah, just him solo. Him it, and that Black Thought song are bro, fire. Oh no, the Black Thought song is the first one, right? It's the one. Yeah, it's the first song. It's right Black after man. the intro. I'll that intro skit is hard too. I'll tell you one thing, Ben. I I give you fucking props, nigga, because. It's very few people that will put this type of caliber of rappers on their album. And match it. But, like, that Black Dot verse, like, 1,000% he had a way better verse than Benny. But Benny held yeah. his own, but, like, it ain't too much rappers that'll put somebody, will put the art before making themselves look good. Especially not, like, rappers. Like, these niggas is rappers, rappers, but... Like thoughts, smoke that <laughs> shit, bro. Because I didn't, I don't really like to check um features when before I listen to the album. Yeah. I just click the album and let it go, so I, like, so it, I get surprised. Because you use Apple, right? Is it listed? The features are listed. No, they're all listed. Yeah. yeah, this one's listed but too. I like, I like to be surprised. It's, I kind of got that shit from P because I was watching one of his interviews and he was saying that um he thinks the album should be more just like the track list and no features. So that way you don't go to the record that has the person that you like more yeah. featured. You just listen to the whole album. Yeah, oh, consistency. Tra- track eight has future. Exactly. Like I, I knew this. I knew Pusher was on this album already because I listened to the record before. Because the Pusher record was the single for the album, which is kind of crazy that you have a record called Eighteen Wheelers, where all niggas is doing is rapping coke bars and drug <laughs> bars as a single. But if it's Griselda's mode, um. But this album was an album that was definitely needed. To me, I've been wanting to come over here and talk about uh, Jim Jones' last album. Uh, Jim Jones' last Which album was heard. really, really good. Like, production, uh, features, that album was really, really good. And his... El Capo? Yeah. No, no, uh, no. Nah. Is that the new one? That's the new one, yeah. Uh, with the skull? Yeah. The, yeah, no, that's right. So El Capo is the, the name of the record. Um, 
But I feel like that sound to him and Benny the Butcher are very much needed right now. Like, is in the same vein as the Benny the Butcher. Yeah, for project? sure. Because that's what Jim Jones raps about. Like for sure, they yeah, they rap about sure. the tales of the old times of you moving work. Except Benny the Butcher is newer, and uh, Jim Jones is more of the elder statement. Like, he was already in with Dipset and shit like that. But his album is very cohesive. How like many pull, how many pull ups you think Jim Jones can do? A lot. And they can be in the gym all the time. I'm gonna start rating rappers on how many pull-ups they can do, and like no other criteria. There's not gonna be much rappers that can do a lot of pull-ups, nigga. It's gonna be like Jim Jones, Casanova, who else? Fifty. I don't know. Other rappers are either extremely skinny or like fat, or just like a bad body. Extremely, yo. A lot of these guys look malnourished. I'm not gonna lie. Nah, a lot of these niggas OD skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like OD, DD skinny. Shut up, yo. Shout out to Wiz. He's not malnourished anymore. Oh, no. Wiz, Wiz is doing more time. Yeah. Shit. Wiz is out here getting busy. <laughs> I feel like you're going to say some, some fucking crazy shit right no, now. No, no. I'm just really thinking about who could do the most uh, pull-ups. I think Chris Brown could do, like, a lot. Maybe. Yeah, Chris probably. Uh... He's got a project dropping, too. Nah, Chris uh, got a project dropping. Yeah. yeah that that, that, that project's going to be really good, but nobody's going to pay attention because it's Chris. But it drops tomorrow, don't it? Probably. Um, Freddie Gibbs' album come out tomorrow. Finally, we yo. No, we finally about for you because I've been listening to the records he's been dropping, bro. All this because you've been listening to the singles. I haven't been, bro. Let me Last tell you something. Last one I heard was Flat boy. Tummy T. Let me tell you something, nigga. You missing some shit. I'm bro. gonna hear it tomorrow. That Crime Pays record is smoke, nigga. You act like I'm not gonna hear it tomorrow. No, no, you're gonna hear it tomorrow for sure. But no, I have high expectations for this album. I don't like having expectations for album, but yeah, yeah, from yeah. what I've heard of the three records. Um, I have high expectations of it. Masai's flat tummy too because I don't really like that record. Yeah. But the two records that came out that are out, I like. I like a lot. Plus, like our listeners must be hyped for it. We've been talking about this shit since like February. Bro, bandana, bandana. I've been thinking about the next album since 2013. Like, whoa, come on, son. Like that is gonna be like his forever bread and butter. As long as he do does the shit with Madlib, it's always gonna be that his bread and butter. Not to say that his other albums aren't good, but I feel like those albums are like the pinnacle of his albums. It is his best work. Pinata was. For sure. That's his best album for sure. Like but but don't get it fucked up. Um now uh not like it, but Fetty was really good too. Fetty was good. And um Twenty Carat Jesus. Babyface Killer is his second best project. This that's his early shit. That's yeah. super early. Now, it, it should, that's that's just really good. Um, we can transition this to you watched the hot one Schoolboy Q Schoolboy Q yeah. yeah 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 I did I like that episode that like, episode was pretty good like it's hot but I, what's up with the, the hats though the hats is weird but school, Q always does his yeah, own he, shit he always wears the hats in like uh, interviews and shit like that cause he says I don't know what he says I think his daughter makes him wear it or like says it's funny it's probably just fucking funny. Yeah, cause yeah, he goofy, so he does that type of shit. Yeah. Um, it was funny cause he had that interview with Charlemagne that was like super serious and in depth and emotional. I didn't watch that. One. And this nigga's wearing like a fuck one of those fucking hats. He looks like a doofus. I, I didn't. I didn't watch that one. I watched this one. Um, I'll, I'll say it's like top ten. Top ten. How one? Me, I don't me. know. For me, for sure. I like. I like. I like that one a lot. Cause he was. I like when niggas talk mad shit in the beginning. Like oh, they don't facts. know that the, the shit's gonna that the the sauce is gonna get hot later on. Like that shit's fucking hilarious to me. But we did have a hot ones here like two weeks. No, last week. Last week. Last week. We did. A, we did a hot ones. Nah, it wasn't last weekend. It was like two weeks ago. I did not participate. Every dash was supposed to participate in like last minute, but everybody here didn't. Like, how the bomb be hitting on Hot Ones, it didn't really hit like that here. Like, everybody was like, okay. Maybe they didn't toss it. No, we talked. We, I, made, I made sure that everyone was, like, completely covered. 
I don't know. But dude. the one that the one that got to everybody the most was that Pain One Hundred shit. The one that, that used to be in the early early. Yeah, early that ones. was not in the show anymore. But the Pain One Hundred that was like number five or six too. No, that was like number five on, on ours too. Oh, but that one hit everybody. But stuff. that one hit everybody way more than uh than the bomb. than the bomb. And the bomb is the only one they've kept forever because exactly. that one always usually fucks everybody up. It fucks Schoolboy up too. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say because that's the one that fucked him up. And I'm thinking like, bro, like. Either the Nick, the people who we did it with the contest with have extreme tolerance for spicy food, which I don't think so because if everybody got hit with pain one hundred, yeah. then whatever. But yeah, I don't. I guess the, the bomb man really hitting like that. Like I, don't know, I haven't tried it, so I don't know. I can't say shit. I I did say before we we started the um the challenge that everybody's spice levels are different. And some certain things hit people more. So basically, to me, what I've gauged the most is that a lot of people cast the spices the most from that have like that have like the actual pepper in it. Yeah, usually. Uh, the bomb doesn't. The bomb just has uh, the extract shit. So maybe that's what it was. I don't know because usually when like if you eat jalapenos, when you eat the ones with the seed in it. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's, that's what I'm saying. The ones yeah. with the seed the most have the one. To me, that's the one that has the most like. Potency, like yeah, like the most potency. Like, that one has the most KODs to me. KOD, <laughs> cause like it's it's something you can't really run from, especially if you bite on bite the seed. Nah, it's, it's a wrap for you. It's over. It's a wrap for you. Especially if they got stuck in between your teeth. It's a wrap for you. But the, but any ones, any other ones that I see, like these uh ones that like are the are the ones that always try to top everyone. Yeah. They usually use extract um, oils in it, so it doesn't really. I guess that really doesn't affect some people. Like I that. don't know at all. But what I did like about the schoolboy Q is that towards the end, when Sean was asking him questions, he just started calling everybody weirdos. Facts. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the per. That's what I like about the show. That's the purpose of because at the end, if you ask any wild question, if he wanted to, you're gonna answer because yeah. all you walls are knocked down. You just start saying shit. Like like, like I've Wale told- did this. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Wale and Vince, he's like yeah, he's a weirdo. weirdo. But um. Shout out to to Sean. I, I said this once. Once we're on hot ones, I'm not doing it. It's gonna be you and Stuyvesant doing the challenge. I'll do it. I'll sit behind and answer questions. I'll, you <laughs> dr- you could drink the fucking almond milk. I ain't drink damn milk just straight up. Uh, make some donuts there. I'll drink some milk, but I ain't gonna drink no milk straight we're up. We doing the Gordon Ramsay style. Oh, they yeah. work. That that supposedly works. That and uh, Schoolbook you took my idea of getting ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. Ice cream seemed like it would, but to me, I think if you do a uh, like a creamsicle popsicle, it'll work on a different level because the acidity and then the vanilla kicks in of the thing. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm just saying what I think. Flavor-wise, that sounds fucking gross, but like if I'm in that moment, I probably won't Exactly. Yeah, you ain't gonna think yeah, of it. Because think about it. Flavor-wise, down. nigga, wings and milk, like, that's the combination for an LBGs. Max, I need a 40. Ugh, <laughs> 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 nigga. Oh, man. Nigga, drink a more liquor with, wing, with hot wings? That shit would be terrible. If you drink any type of alcohol, that should be terrible. If you just drink the 40 before you start eating, you'll be fine. No, you will throw yeah. the fuck up. No, 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 just nigga. chug it. I've never drunk a 40, nigga. I'm not from the 90s. <laughs> I was born in the 90s. <laughs> um, we want to transition this to the Tyler Golf Wing. Um, Yo, that shit was fuck. Uh, the, the, summer, spring, the, summer, 19. The, the video is better than the clothes. The clothes, I've only, I only brought up the clothes. I Well, Tyler always, to me, does the best ensemble. Of like the videos uh, when, and shit like that. Yeah, I like think the creation of it is pretty it, super dope. But fire. I only brought up the clothing because um a lot of the Lacoste golf wing shit is, is in here. Shit. Yeah. So he did. What I liked about it the most is that he, you know, I like fucking um 
varsity jackets. But the, but the hilarious thing was the the way he did his hair for the varsity jacket was like that that blonde, spiky '90s uh, varsity quarterback hair. He's got shit. he's got Fuck frosted hilarious. tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of like frosted. Well, yeah, it doesn't look like frosted tips because of his hair. His but hair type, yeah. But he that, just got like the varsity. That jacket. varsity's hard though. You fucking love varsity. Because it's such a classic piece, man. Like that, that, that piece is gonna stand the test yeah, of time. He's got the hoodie under with varsity the ja- Varsity the jackets to me is like jeans, nigga. That's just gonna stand the test of time forever. Like, think about when varsity, when varsity jackets probably made like the fifties, my nigga. Like, a varsity jacket. It's like a Thomas piece. I'm pretty sure yeah. they're wearing that shit in fucking Greece, like the movie, not the country. <laughs> I've never seen the movie Grease. No, me neither. You gotta be some type of weirdo actually like sit down and watch that shit. I like musicals though. Do you? I fuck with musicals. Like, you... Mm. I won't, I won't like purposely go out to watch a musical but if there was a, a, a movie that just happened that I wanted to watch and it was a musical, I, I won't mind it. I like musicals. As long as the records that they play on there are good and the people can actually sing, I don't. I don't like when it's overpop when it's too much though. I know what you mean. Like I don't like it when every scene is a music. Yeah, I don't like that. Like I I like it when there there's a period of time where things happen and then to gauge a new setting to the next setting they do the musical. I I don't want to watch a two hour music video. No, I don't that. Yeah, Yeah. I understand exactly what you mean. I I like when there is actually a movie and a musical. Because I watch the. Elton John movie Rocket Man. Is that like a musical? That shit's like a two-hour music nah, video. Nah, I'm cool on that. Though. It's okay. I actually wanted to watch it because I focus on John Heavy, but nah, I, they could have gone way harder in this movie. It's I feel like any time they do movies about singers like that, it's always almost a musical. Like Selena, it's all yeah, music. Yeah, it was. It was the same uh, about the Queen movie. Yeah, I didn't. Too. I didn't watch that movie either. That but was, people loved that movie. Bro, the end of it, the last thirty minutes is literally Spoiler. just. <laughs> it's. I mean, nigga, it's the it's history. It's a live set. But it's none of the real um, musicians, right? Yeah. It's Remy Malik. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know what scene pretending. About. If you have a Tony, you've seen that scene. Yeah, like I it's, said, it's history. It's history. You know, but that's a funny. That's a funny conversation. Imagine somebody telling you, "Yo, you watch a movie about World War Two, and they're like, yo, spoiler alert, my nigga.' Like, <laughs> Come nigga, on, dude. what? The fuck? <laughs> I'm, I, like, I just you don't got know what happens in the world. I just got to the Normandy part. I want to see what happens. Yeah, uh, keep it on the Tyler shit. Um, what did you actually think about the actual clothing? To me, it was like on par for Tyler's normal shit. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the pants. Yeah. I like the cut and the way they're formed. Like a lot of the... Uh, he's got some of these like Cuban style like button-up shirts. Oh yeah, I like, I like that shit. I'm I like a fan it. of that, but I don't think I'm rocking it right I'm, now. I would not rock yeah. it. Yeah, what I am liking is um, he's been doing this for a few months now. He's got his own like golf wang uh, dress shoes, like those docks. I'm a fan of those. Yeah, you do like loafers and shit a lot. Yeah, I'm getting old, kid. Uh, <laughs> no this nigga has even his mid twenties. No I like loafers, but to, to me, loafers have to be pulled off like correctly. Like I like how loafers look on like old mobster movies. Like their whole like their whole like ensemble when they wear it, like yeah, the, yeah. with the butt with the collar button up, but the button ups have like eight buttons on it, and then it's like slacks, and then like the. the well, I, I think it's done justice here in this Tyler. In this no, Tyler, yeah. yeah. Tyler, like, is on his own wave always to me. Like, yeah, some of the shorts and glasses and stuff, I'm not really a fan of. But, like, the, the like the statement, not the statement pieces, like, the the essentials, like, yeah. the pants and the shorts. No, yeah, yeah. His, his essential piece is always good. We can transition this to somebody who is robbing niggas blind. Uh, shout out to Travis Scott. He has a Reese's Puff um, Paris pop-up. When was it? Yesterday? 
Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, I think no, no, the pop up wasn't yesterday, but the release of the actual Reese's Puff collab came out yesterday. So it's the Reese's Puff boxes, um, a spoon and a bowl. The bowl I don't really mind. The spoon I don't really mind like that either. But you niggas is paying fifty dollars for an for empty a box. box of Reese's Puffs. No, it is said that the box are empty. If the boxes are empty, that's completely that nigga masked up and robbed the fuck out of you niggas. <laughs> But it's not like anybody's actually Dog. gonna eat these these Reese's puffs. Like nobody's actually gonna eat this shit. Like nigga, like I told you, niggas reselling this shit for a buck fifty online. This is insane if you're paying for that. The sp- the spoon it, is going for like a buck fifty. The bowl is going for like two hundred dollars. The spoon says Cactus Jack on it. Or yeah, shit? some shit yeah. like that. I mean, look, man, Tyler, do, do I mean, I mean not Tyler Travis, do your thing. Do your shit, nigga. Get your bread. Nobody's gonna say nothing to you, nigga. Get your money, niggas. Just buying it, sell it. Facts. We only talking shit about people who want this. We talking about the niggas who. <laughs> Bought the shit. Facts. Like, nigga, well, what are they talking about here? It's available online, sold out in 30 seconds online. The box, the actual box is actually pretty dope, though. Like, we're talking shit, but if somebody offered us to do a collab with a fucking cereal box, I we would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, like, without a doubt, we would do it in a heartbeat. But I wouldn't charge $50 for it, though. Yeah, and I'm getting t- kind of tired of this um, merch style that he has. What, the, the Cactus Jack shit? Not the Cactus Jack shit, but like the sort of like, um, oh, the design figurine? aspects. Not, not the, no, I'm talking about the clothes on the clothing. That whole like, um, he did it a lot on the Astro World merch, and it's just like, I get it, Travis. I do like that people are going to Cactus Plant and getting merch done. The only thing is the price point is really high. Like, Kid Cudi's, uh, Cactus Plant merch shit, that's yeah. always been dope to me. But, yo, Shrek West got a Cactus Plant, uh, Balaclava. Uh, I saw him wearing that shit the other Classic. day too. Yeah. Um, keeping this on close, we can we can uh, go to Prada's Fall Winter Nineteen. That hold on. Without before we move on. What? If you have a box and you would like us to have it, send it through. Send it through. <laughs> they gonna talk mad shit and say give me the box. Yeah, give me the box though. Um, Prada Fall Winter Nineteen. Frank Ocean put Prada on the map. Spirit and love <laughs> and romance. Who the fuck said that? Is that a comment? <laughs> no, that's. Oh, I was about to say. Um, to me, they smoked this. Like, without a doubt, they smoked this. I like, I don't know, for some reason, any runway that has, like, really good coats, I'm with you off top. And they have, like, the pilot coat on this shit. I really like those things, too. Um, a lot of classic cuts, a lot of, uh, it's, like, more sophisticated yeah. looks. This shit is really clean, but it reminds me of the movie, um, like, if there was a modern-day Mulan... Where, like, a woman had to dress up as a man to be into the war. Yeah. Just, like, save her family. This is what she would wear. You're basing that off, like, the first picture? Yes. Yeah, I know. I, I, get, I get exactly what you mean by the, the first picture of it. But I really like that shit a lot. Um, keeping this going. Um, so, let's, let's, let's do some math here. Prada what? has one, two, three, four, five letters. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> I was a useless 10 seconds. Um, oh, I saw this shit, actually. I meant to put this lower on the on the docket, but since it's up here, we'll just talk about it now. Um, so, I saw that you can rent a $1 million per week island on Airbnb Lux. Yo, one. we doing it? We, we copping? One. It's, 50, it's 500 grand a piece. One. I didn't know there was Airbnb Lux. We, we on some broke nigga shit. We don't know there's Airbnb Facts. Lux. What Plus, can we get on Airbnb Lux? A million dollars per week house, apparently, like uh, an island. That shit is crazy. I have a question with this shit comes. I think you gotta do, buy the app. Do I have um, weighted staff there? Because how the fuck am I gonna get food if I'm just by myself on an island? 
Um, it comes with its own chef, captain, activity coordinators, doctor, massage therapist, and more. So I guess yes. That's not that's not bad. Like, but a million dollars, I feel like is mad excessive. Why don't you just like? You can just buy a fucking island. Yeah, for a million dollars? Yeah. I don't think you could buy an island, but I think you, you raise can, a couple more million of you. You could definitely cop an island. But the thing is to me, if you have enough money to rent an island up for one million dollars per week, the money that you spend on that, you obviously have enough money to buy an island. Bro, you know the entire Los Angeles Lakers franchise is splitting this one million dollars. <laughs> It's good. Magic Johnson put it in $12. I feel like once once you're a celebrity like that, all you have to say that you want to go and they will just discount it if you just take pictures. Take there. a picture and show yeah, where you at. Sure. Yeah. Like they, they, they would probably discount that to like 300 grand a week. Yeah. But I have seen... I must have my broke boy glasses on because that still sounds like a fucking lot. <laughs> I mean, when you have that much money, like I was just going to say that uh, when, when these basketball players and like rappers and shit go on uh, vacation... Like Diddy rents a yacht out that is uh, five hundred grand a week for a boat, nigga. It's not a boat, nigga. It's a yacht. It floats on water, right? It's not a boat, though. Alright, it's a boat. But not, but it's like a really, really like the boat is like bigger than your crib, nigga. It's bigger than my house. It's bigger than the house we're in right now. Like the how big the boat is, like so. so. But the thing is, to me, is like there's obviously a market for that because I've seen LeBron get on yachts. I've seen Diddy get on yachts. Like Carmelo and shit get on yachts. So there's definitely a market for it. That's just an insane market. I want to pause this conversation. I received a very important text message. It's going to be some stupid This shit. is from uh, our number one fan, Caesar. Oh, so what Caesar say? It says, yo, I almost forgot. When you guys go to New York, can you guys bring me back a chopped cheese? <laughs> yes. Respond back to that shit. Is, who the fuck is taking that in their, in their luggage, my nigga? That shit would smell so bad. Look, Caesar, we're going to make it happen. Not, not even that, though. I don't think a lot of people understand, like, the time that a chopped cheese should be eaten. A chopped cheese isn't eaten, like, for lunch. Nah. A chopped cheese is eaten after you come back from the club or something. Chopped cheese is eaten when, like, you're at your peak, like, most sinner. So chopped cheese is eaten at 3 in the morning when you are fucking off the hen, Like, nigga. you gotta be sloshed. Either that or you just feel like eating, like, a pig if you eat that in the daytime. I've never seen anybody eat a chopped like, cheese in the daytime. If you ever want to break out in the morning, eat a chopped cheese. Bruh. I I personally never had a chopped cheese. That's not really my f- style. Like you. that's Harlem shit. Like no no, it's Harlem shit. I fuck with Harlem niggas, but Pat the lit those. I'm not eating <laughs> some low grade brown ground whoa, beef whoa, 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 with whoa. cheese on top. Like low I'm, grade, <laughs> super low grade, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, that's like one of those things where niggas eating cow thigh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of those things where you go to a different state and like. All, the rumblings of it is that and then when you go there people don't really eat it like that like I haven't seen too much like my cousin owns a bodega and he they don't really eat that shit and I cu- my cousin went into the bodega and he said let me get chopped cheese and his response was nigga you eat that shit <laughs> so um, that sure, and that, that same cousin eats longanisa so there's that who you, who you think I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> they eat longanisa wrong, wrong person uh, yikes um, that's but, another gross food <laughs> yeah um, Longanisa, who those people who don't understand is that's isn't that sausage, right? It's like it's nasty, blood sausage. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like it's basically blood sausage. sausages. But that and too, I've I've heard in Chicago that a lot of people don't eat sh- like the the actual Chicago style pizza that they eat is like the thin crust, like ones that are kind of like a Domino's, you know, yeah. the thin crust joints, like the thin crust one like that, where it's like more like a cracker style pizza, and a lot of people really don't eat the deep dish. 
A lot of people who eat the deep dish are seen as like tourists. What a bunch of fucking phonies. I don't look. That's that's what I've heard. Stop selling your city. That. It's a lie. Apparently they eat like gourmet popcorn too. Chicago, yeah, Chicago's a weird place. Super fire. Somebody brought me it. back a tin of that popcorn. It was the, it was, that's why I got the mix of cheddar and caramel. Popcorn. That shit's fucking. That gross. shit is good, nigga. That uh, shit is fire, nigga. Cheddar, first of all, top five worst cheeses ever invented. Fucking nigga. Nah. It's because your taste bud can't handle sharp, t- sharp textures. American cheese is trash too. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. American cheese is like whatever, and super stinky cheese is just. Mm. I mean, you're two different sides of the ball. Nah, I can't do it. I'm like a cheese connoisseur, nigga. The more funky that shit is, the more I like that shit. Good food shouldn't hurt to eat. I don't know how like sharp like sharp cheddar hurts you. (laughs) Like I don't understand that at all. But yo, teach his own, my brother. Like real cheese eaters know what I'm talking about. You like bland cheeses, then like. Because the, the sharper the cheese is, is like the more flavor that it gets. I wouldn't say bland. You like more of the um, the cheeses that are creamier, like Gouda. I like creamier cheeses. Yeah, yeah, yeah now you yeah. like Gouda and shit like that, yeah, for sure. I like, and pretty much I like any cheese, but I prefer the sharper cheese. And then I like spiced cheese. Like it's yeah, got like herbs and shit on there. Like that yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The one that you get the fucking... Um, the Italian herb. Mm. But oh. yeah, this fucking island. Look, this, <laughs> look, I have I actually have a good segue for this. So apparently... um. Before you, before you segue that, how much money would you have to be making for you to be able to rent this and like not give a fuck? Like a million dollars a week, how much money would you have to make for you to like? I don't care. Like I'm gonna take my family and we gonna go chill on this island for a week as vacation. Like forty six million a year. A year? Yeah. Damn, this nigga got to eat Because me and Simon had this conversation as well, but about a Rolex. So a, a Daytona Rolex is like forty grand. Correct. So to me. Every any time that I even like fathom about like all right, so when I get enough money, I'll, I'm, I'm definitely buying a Rolex. I always think like, nigga, I can open a business with that. You How can. much money would you have to to get to spend forty grand on a materialistic item like that? However much forty six times forty thousand is. <laughs> it's not much, bro. I'd be making like forty six times more. Forty six times more. Right, let me get the calculator. Hey, out. the calculator, boys. I, I can't. I can't do this off the top of my head. This, this podcast is brought to you by Texas Instruments. Um, what is that? That graphing calculator? Yeah, yeah the TI eighty threes. Oh, that's one hundred eighty four thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm making that a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm buying the Rolly. That's not that. That's not that far fetched, nigga. One hundred eighty four thousand dollars a year. That's not really that far fetched. Before taxes. Before taxes, you want one after taxes, nigga? Well, I'm just asking. I'm asking for <laughs> clarification. I'm about to say, this nigga's going to want to lose money. Um, $184,000, you only get taxed. Like Listen, let's just know that if it's my life, if I make it $184,000, it's probably not going to be no taxes. It's probably some super illegal shit that I got tricked into doing. <laughs> right, nigga, don't get yourself in trouble. That I, but, I, I said that I got tricked into doing. Oh, but not. Like, I've had this conversation, too. Like, my brain doesn't work like that, like. Even just about sneakers, my, I have to cop like I have to be able to cop the sneakers five times over before I cop the sneakers. Yeah, I feel like, you. for I me it's forty six times. I, over. <laughs> I don't do anything that would impede. Like I'm not really that materialistic. Contrary to belief, a lot what a lot of people probably think this podcast is. I'm not really materialistic on. Like I have to have something. Like it's very few times where you hear me. I have to have something, and if I tell you I have to have something. That's something that you'll see me wear a plethora of times before I just don't want it anymore. Um, 
We can transition this to... No, 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 I wanted to talk more oh, about yeah, yeah, Airbnb tra- shit. Do your transition. Non, it's like, Airbnb I don't think before. it's Airbnb uh, related, but yeah. it's the same sort of idea. So, basically, there's this confiscated uh, narco house in Mexico that you could buy in an auction. Mm-hmm. And my question is, who would buy it? That, guy, the, that guy's going to want it back. No, you're 1,000% going to die if you buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, 100% you're going to die. You're dying. Die. You're getting like, bodied. When they were shooting narcos in Colombia, they were fucking, like, shooting the niggas. I mean, hey, it'd be like that. Like, is that, that's that's the type of shit that I tell people to, like, of all the things tread lightly to avoid. on. Like, that, like, no, like, that's, like, when I tell people, like... I would rather live in Australia. People who glamorize, like, hood shit. Like, people who aren't from the hood. Like, the suburban kids that we say who listen to the most gangster music. Who, that's like, true. glamorize that shit. But when you take them, then you show them what it really is. Niggas, it's not really... Like they're not that heavy on it after that. When you actually see what you what these niggas is rapping about, when you actually see it, it's a whole different thing. Like I suggest people to like not. That's sort of like when you. That's a different lifestyle. Just like um, like just like people from the hood say that going to prison is a different lifestyle because there's a different set of rules that doesn't apply to any other part of any other place in the world. It's the same shit. It's sort of like when you watch a like in one of those documentaries about how food like where it comes from, and you're like, damn, I'm gonna go. Vegan. I, I can't watch those. And you, you do it for like a day, and you're like, fuck I, I can't this. watch those because then fuck I them cows. No, no, I can't watch those because I know if I watch that shit, I won't want to eat meat. Like, and I'm very strict on myself, so I won't eat that shit. Bro, that shit last a week. Like, no, no, it will last. Yeah, like me. I don't even eat many types of meat. Pause, anyways. But I don't like, eat white meat. Yeah, but even just from watching that, I was like, alright. Like, I don't really eat nothing that's, like, like Show me the chi- terrible. Show me the child sweatshops, and then we'll talk. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you, I, I don't feel that... You know how the, the classic thing is? People have more empathy for animals than they do for actual humans. I don't think people would actually... Like, if they showed you how Nikes were made wherever, wherever the fuck they're made in, like, sweatshops. They'd be like, oh, Not no. to say that Nike is, like, running, like, these horrible sweatshops, but... They are. I don't know. I don't know that to be true. Like, they'd be like, oh no, my Air Monarchs. Yeah, like, I don't uh, think people are going to be like, mm, I think people would just tweet about it and still be copping sneakers. Facts. Like, it's that's like what, that uh, meme video of like, I think it's Russell Westbrook eating a sandwich in the sky. And, yeah, and yeah. he's looking back. Yeah. They'd be like, oh no, my Air Monarchs. Time to get some white supremacy shoes. <laughs> the um, balances. Alright, nigga, relax. Um, we can transition this to. The the one show that I saw the most from, uh, from Paris Fashion Week from like, women reposted by women. I saw a lot, a lot, a lot of dudes posting it too. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this. This guy's name is Jaco Mus. Yeah. Uh, so that's spring summer twenty twenty. Uh, Le Cope. Um, Honestly, the runway for this shit is hard. That's what I was gonna say. I think that that was the main reason why everybody was posting it. The runway of this is in a bushel of. I don't know what flowers those are, but it's purple flowers. It's in, in a big field. Aren't those just lavenders or some shit? Are they just lavenders? But I don't know. The actual scenery of it is like yeah, it is. This this is the best scenery of every runway I've seen this year, like by far. But again, stop putting your model models out there with, with like a jacket and no fucking and no shirt on there, or just um, like with pants. On. The actual clothes from this collection were. In, Nothing crazy to me. Like it was just a whole bunch of colors. And some some of the knits were really interesting. No, no, yeah, they yeah. they have some good pieces, but I think the more the main reason why everybody was posting this was because the the, the aesthetics. The run, of the yeah, the thing. runway. I like the runway. The runway was crazy. Like that that set the bar for me as like the best runway that I've seen in a while. Because last year's Virgin one, I think was the best one that that they had last year, and this one I think this is the best one for sure this year. 
These comments are getting worse and worse. I'm not even gonna read that one. <laughs> oh, you already know niggas love right. to hate like that, like old like, things. But I, I do like the the contrast of the actual runway being purple and then the lavender bushes on the side. So yeah, I do like crazy. that, and I I think it's on pur- It's definitely on purpose because a lot of the clothes match that uh, color palette. Yeah, a lot of the clothes are, are a lot of brighter colors, like because it's because it's, it's uh, spring summer. I did see that fucking comment that was posted. <laughs> they can be wildin', man. Yo, they can man. be wildin'. Um, we can transition this to... What? You've never left, like, a wild comment before. You don't strike me as a I don't leave comments. comments. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. comments on anything. Like, I don't see the purpose of... Unless I know the person and I'm doing it to, like, fuck with you, yeah, I don't really yeah. leave comments. Plus, I'm a very personal guy. Like, I'm... I'm I don't... I don't know. I just don't like to... Post shit on because people take things differently when you post them on. The, yeah, they don't really like get. If, you don't want, your tra- your intention doesn't always. Yeah, translate. like yeah, your uh, yeah, your intention isn't. This is kind of the same shit as texting too. Like yeah, you can put something. You can put like can laugh out loud, and somebody can think that it's a laugh out loud in like a negative tone. Like, yeah, the tones really doesn't get. So I can tell you something in person, and then when I take when and I write it in the comment, it's not going to come across as the same way that it comes in person. But I don't understand it. Like, I only do that with, like, super, super close friends who know that I'm 1,000% just fucking with you. I, I was on a comment kick for, like, a month. Where I, I saw like, you comment this morning, nigga, on fucking Andrew, uh, the clothing brand. Oh, but that's different, though, because <laughs> that's my namesake. I have to. Um, I always catch you fucking randomly commenting, because I was going to send you that shit. Like, tell me that's just not fucking hilarious, though. When, like, you're just scrolling through a post and you see one of your homeboys or, like, anybody comment on that shit, you're like, yo, why the fuck I always see you, dude? though. I don't see you comment on that shit. I don't see anybody else comment like that. Um, a lot. My, my favorite is when TSB tags us in those like giveaways. <laughs> it's like when it says tag three friends. Look, <laughs> for every nigga who tags me in those giveaway shits, I know you're not gonna win because those shits aren't real. But if y'all do win, I need to split of that shit. Facts. You wouldn't get that shit without me. Um, we can transition this to a place that I'm most likely going to this year is gonna is Japan. So Japan has the Mar the Mari car. Go kart. Um, so what? Who, who those, for those people who don't know what it is, it's a go kart like trail that you dress up as um, Mario characters from like Mario Kart. We this, talked about this last year, I think. This loser's dressed up as Stitch. That's <laughs> not a character. So me and you both Fucking said, how are they though. getting away with this? Because we know how strict Nintendo is with their intellectual property. Now it's come out that they're they're supposed to pay uh, fifty million yen. To Nintendo, and I think that they're not allowed to do that Mario Kart shit anymore. And this was crazy because this is one of the shit I wanted to do in Japan too. Yo, Nintendo's not fucking play about their lawsuits. They said fuck out of here. Nintendo never plays about any intellectual properties of that because you know why? If you if you take away Mario from their catalog, Nintendo dies. You can't even like upload gameplay or shit, anything of the games or anything. Not they're super strict. I understand it. All I I hope is that if they're taking this down, that they make their own. That actually would be super dope. Yeah. Actually, uh... I hope they just don't take this down just to say, fuck you. No, I think they just did it to say, fuck you. But that shit's been running for years. Like, at least, yeah. like, five years. I've like, been seeing been Twitter videos of how, it every year. How much do you think they charge? How do you think they charge? Yeah. I don't know. I'll say maybe, like, 50 bucks. That's a lot of yen. How much is that in yen? Like, 18,000 yen or some shit like that. To me, I, I, I thought they were going to pay $50 million, but it's 50 yen, 50 million yen, so it's $466,000. Yeah, yeah. Like, they got so, up kind of light. Probably be like 5,000 yen. $466,000 is a lot, though. They got up kind of light. I feel like they made more money than that. But still, that's your passion. 
That's not a fashion. That's a money grab. Um, this guy's dressed up as Stitch. You trying? You trying to tell me it's a money grab? Yeah. I, <laughs> what was Stitch? Lilo and Stitch. Oh, the fucking alien shit. Yeah, the blue one. I didn't. Exper- I didn't. People. Somebody was in. Experiment six to six. Um, we can transition back to fashion. Um, to me, this brand has always been like the pinnacle of luxury for me. Uh, Hermes Spring Summer Twenty. Damn! Shout out the days when you had the belt. Huh? Shout out the days when you had the belt. I still got them though at the house. Legendary. Uh, the, those belts will always be classic to me. The only reason I stopped wearing those belts is because a lot of niggas started wearing them. Facts and tucking their extra and small shirts. Exactly. In. And then a lot of people started wearing them, and I don't really like buckles anymore. Because if I don't, I, I've never been a person to show off my belt. So, so, when, so when I don't want to show it, then it just pops out. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, and you're like, oh, shirt. look at this dickhead. Really like That's who, why who, I like Goya belts. Who was the guy that was like, yo, nice huff belt? <laughs> I don't know. That shit was fucking but hilarious. I, I think I saw it this week where somebody had um a fucking Volkswagen badge. Yeah, as yeah. A the fucking Volkswagen shit. Yo, niggas be wildin', but nah. There's nothing nasty than niggas who that arrow of niggas tucking in the front of their shirt so people can see. Ooh, the just for the belt. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's a disgusting era. But back to Hermes, um, spring summer. What's crazy is the tuck would always be so hard. Oh, like, oh, it would D-Hard. be like, like it's not even like. Yeah, they would tuck that shit like oh, past the gooch type shit. Pause. Um, but yeah, Hermes is uh, spring summer. To me, Hermes always does. This is why I said the pinnacle, because to me, them and Chanel are like one and two for me. Yo, stop pushing these fucking sandals. <laughs> oh, they, you know niggas trying to push mountain sandals like crazy. I'm not here for it. But they always do exactly what they are meant to do. They don't They don't really stray off the, their character of their brand, but they do try things within that. Um, a lot of classic colors of Hermes is classic greens, um, uh, blacks. Uh, the classic Hermes orange. Yeah, I think they're just doing some cooler stuff with the some cut, some with some cuts. Exactly. You know? And plus, the thing that I like about Hermes is uh, uh, ready to wear shit is that the ready to wear shit isn't really that readily available. Like, if you go into a lot of Hermes stores, it's not really a lot of ready to wear shit. But they always have a runway, which is kind of ironic to me because I feel like they wouldn't need to have a runway. Because the people who buy their shit normally just see it on the catalog. But they always smoke the runway shit for me. Like, I've never seen anybody wear Hermes coat, like, in person. Nah, I haven't either. Like, but ever. Like, I know this. Because I know, know that coat is, like, $10,000. They're out there, Without though. a doubt. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're out there, and you probably don't even notice that they're Hermes coat. Yeah, and I do really like that. They're really minimal on the branding. Exactly. Like, they, I, they I love that like shit. That's, the, that's the thing I love the about their brand the most, that they're super minimal. Like, even their tees. It, it's just a piece. They have a $600 tee, a, a fucking pocket square tee, where it has the, the Hermes emblem on it, sewed, but in the same color as the tee. And I'm like, yeah, I respect that to the fullest. Because you're not plastering your fucking name over everything. Um, you want to say anything else about this? No. <laughs> well, we can change uh, it. So, stuff. like, how long is Paris Fashion Week? I feel like it's been, like, four years already. What do you mean? Like, it's mad long. No, the, the, they have different fashion weeks for different places. Yeah, yeah. From what like, I guess, I Paris like Fashion been, Week is a week. Yeah, but we've been talking about this Paris one for, like, eight, eight years now. Nah, the thing is, a lot of the collections were done at the end of the week last week, so this is us um, coming back to last week's ones. Because a lot of this, a lot of the runway, uh, a lot of the runway pictures came out maybe like three or four days after. We need we Broward did. County Fashion Week. 
I don't want to see Brian. I definitely want to see that. A shit. lot of Dookie braids and like the fucking Volkswagen. Robin belts. jeans. Was was that in Miami? The I thought I was in New jeans. York. No, the the. No, I'm saying like we will definitely see that. I need I need to see. I don't don't hit on Broward like that. They're, I need to see racing jackets. That nobody wears racing jackets anymore. That's that's that's. No, we're bringing it back. Home. We're bringing it back. We're bringing no, it back. But the thing is, a lot of people who wear vintage clothes wear racing jackets. But the racing jackets in the vein that AB Dash is talking about, where where in Florida they wear racing jackets, like NASCAR racing jackets, as like a, a winter coat here. In the summer, though. And, I've never seen anybody wear that in the summertime. Alright. <laughs> I've never seen anybody wear it in the summertime. It was, it was the bath salt era, so... <laughs> um, but, going off of that... All Hermes, I'm saying is, like, when Teletalk merch kicks off, expect a racing jacket. Nah, nah, that's, yeah. not, that's not making production. Number 27. You already know the vibes. <laughs> that's not making production. Um, but, going off of the Hermes uh, conversation we were just having about them not plastering their brand all over the uh, all over their clothing line... On the Joe Budden pull-up shit with Ferg, um, a conversation, a real good conversation that came up to me was, um, to me, Ferg summarized the exact point that I've always tried to convey is that the mockery, like, the, the mockery and irony of fashion is being expressed through expression, where it was like, most of the expression that people were getting across was them being different. Now it's being mocked as you being different just by wearing a lot of stupidity. I feel like that's the best way to summarize what's going on in fashion. Because he was saying that when they were wearing a lot of the wild Rick Owens shit and a lot of Rav Simmons shit, when they were like breaking the mold of what people should wear at that time around that era, like where they're from, niggas was calling them gay and all that shit. Now that everybody's wearing that, he said he, he came back to wearing normal like white tees and uh, very plain. Are you talking about fur? Yeah, very plain and like not flashy yeah, shit. He said he's like, yo, I can't even wear that shit no more. No, because yeah. because the, the, the exact thing that I've been talking about is this whole irony of the irony of dressing. Now is just to look as stupid as possible and try to look more, the most outside of the box. I feel like everybody. It's like that thing when everybody tries to switch. The thing is like everyone's. Dress. They think they're thinking outside the box, but they're just thinking in a different box now. They're all even, the same shit. It's like everybody, everybody's thinks. It's, it's like the whole VIP method of the club. Everybody, everybody's VIP everybody's now. a VIP, and the the fucking actual like general mission shit is just chill. So you pay to be with everyone else rather than like the whole point of being a VIP is because you're gonna be there by yourself. That's the, that's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing that I get. I feel like that is the, the VIP is packed right now, fashion wise. Yeah, that, like one hundred percent, the VIP is packed right now, fashion wise. Like that. That's why. That's the point that I've been trying to get across the whole time. And when he said, I was like, that's exactly what it is. Like people just mock shit now. Like the fuck you t shirts. Like like all that shit. Like it's like oh, it's fucking corny. Ass it's quotes. like faux punk rock music, which is super corny. Exactly. Like as you you're forcing it. You're forcing that to, like, the T. Like, you can tell people who force Carhartt shit. You can tell people who force, like, wearing the the Rick Owens long lace sneakers and shit like that. Right? A lot of these people don't stand for what they're wearing anymore. Like, the ideas that go in that, behind what's the, the actual piece, like, they don't really match with it. They're just wearing it to wear it. Yeah, that's the thing. But the thing to me, too, is, on the designer's part, is the lack of creativity and challenging the actual consumer Cause you are you are the person that's held accountable for changing shit when you're like a creative director or a designer. It's the same shit with music to me too. Is uh, 
the lack of challenge in people like you just make the same music that everybody's already kind of making so it's it's easy on the ears rather than you going a whole different wave and making people like kind of not like it in the beginning but when you when you listen to it enough it starts to fucking uh like falling falling good into your ears and shit like that like kind of like doom remember when we first listened to doom it's like it's really awkward style that you try to get in the pocket of because it's not normal. You can't guess what he's going to say next. And you don't know what he's going to rhyme next. But once you start to catch the pattern more. Then it's when you're like. Oh you understand that this nigga is way more genius than. Whoever one of these little niggas are. I had a thought but then I lost it. <laughs> you look like he was trying to catch a thought back. Or trying to fall or some shit. <laughs> Possibly both. Um, My whole shit with that is. um. I think. There's a lot of responsibility on the consumer too. I think we talked about this mad long ago. This is a, this is the same conversation in a different frame. No, no, but the thing is that I brought it up because Frank had the exact like wording that I wanted to word it. Yeah, but with. Frank used to dress up like a beetle. Yeah, but that's the point. He used to dress up like a beetle in the point in the time when nobody dressed up like a beetle. And now that everybody's dressing like a beetle, nobody. It's a normal dude. I think he just should have. I'm not gonna say what he should have done, but if he feels this way. I think there would be a point where he returns to his beetle form. Yeah, when everybody goes back to being in the norm. That's why, that's, that's why I feel like I always dress like what Raph would say is like... Well, Raph wears uniforms. Yeah, like a uniform, kind of. Yeah. Like, I dress... I have my own uniform in the sense. Like, you, you know pretty much what colors I'm going to wear. But I don't think that's what Ferg is doing, though. No. I feel like that's what he's doing. Not, not what he's doing now, but like in the uniform sense where he doesn't want to wear anything that's heavy... Branded or like heavy, like outside of the box look. Like I feel like that's what that's, that's what he was trying to say, and it's, the the same shit relates to music, where it's like nobody's really outside the box right now, and the rappers who are outside the box are the rappers who like were staying the the long the longer time. Can we blame Ferg for durags on white people? About Smokey Mar- not Smokey Margiela, but uh, what's the nigga's name? Yo, shout out Smokey Margiela. But what's the nigga's name? Uh, and he's an ASAP? No, 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 no. The white R&B nigga. Oh, Spooky Black. Spooky Black. I think Spooky Black has a... Because uh, Spooky <laughs> Black actually made good music, and he wore durag, so I think people thought uh, it was cool. I but I think, yeah, like... Uh, I think I'm, he goes I'm, pretty, it, uh, I'm cool. pretty sure that Ferg had an influence on that, because Ferg was the person who was heavily bringing back the Silkies. The Silkies, like, yeah. Like, bringing back that, era, that, that move... And a lot of ASAP fans are all white, just like a lot of hip hop fans true. are all white. And so. he, he talks about that in the pull up too. Well, we've been to we, shows. Yeah, we've been to shows. We know who goes. We've been to shows, and we go to any show, and it's like yeah, look at the look at the roots picnic. The bro. only colored people there are us, more majority of the time, and it's like and if we and if there's all other colored people there, we know them. We know them. Nine times out of ten, we know them in some vein. Or they're like super assimilated into but like I never white got, culture. But I never got that whole thing. Because I know that uh, they wouldn't be able to survive off of just the white listeners. So where's everybody at? That I never got that. Like Q concerts, Tyler concerts, um, Vince Staple concerts. They survive off the white listeners because white listeners, that's the majority, bro. Everyone else is listening to NBA Youngboy on YouTube. But I'm saying no, that that that, that can't be the case because I know for a fact more. But t- Tyler shit's more a melting pot because last yeah. time we went, it was a lot of Asian people, us like Spanish people, and then like uh, just like a, a, a kind of like a melting pot. But majority of the people were white. 
But I know that more people... My whole point is, like, I know that more people listen to them that aren't white. Like, I know... Like, that's not like us having a live show. I know for sure I know a lot of people that listen to it might be white, but a lot of people that don't listen to it might be... Uh, a lot of people who do listen to it are colored as well, but um, a lot of the times, just the white niggas. Sure. I still think it's just, like, math, though, just because there's more. Yeah, there's more, yeah, for sure. But the thing is, name a show where we went to that we outweighed more than white people. I don't think there, there has been a show been that I've been to, to yet. The Afro show was the same shit. The TV show, the ASAP show was the same shit. It's the same thing with, like, um, local shit. It's a lot of fucking white dudes. I, th- I don't know. That, that, shit, that shit was always, it's always kind of weird to me that, like, I mean, there's a few shit that, a few um, venues and shit that we go to that are, it, it's, it's, like, mostly just for us, but. We gotta go to a Tom G show to get this fucking vibe back. Dude, that is r- extremely local, and anybody outside of Florida doesn't know who the fuck you're talking about. I would say that anyone outside of this area. No, 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 no. People in Miami definitely know who he is, and people in Jacksonville definitely know who he is, too, because he does shows over there and shit, too. But. That is a super, super, super deep cut for whoever wants to show for whoever wants to YouTube that one. Um, They'll probably enjoy it. We can, oh, we can continue this with, um, you, we were talking about the era of race car jackets in Florida. We're going to take it to the era that I missed the most. Um, when I saw this post, it was uh, a Nike Air Force One, so they're, they're doing a, a NBA street ball, like, pack. So I thought before oh, I, this is the, yo. the Air Force One is hard, but continue to go on the slide. What about it? The thing is to me it Oh, is, this, I saw this shit last year. Yeah, this this took me to the to a point where I thought that this was an all Air Force One pack that they were gonna do multi city packs like they used to do in the 06. Nah, this was just uh two New York shit, isn't yeah, it? This, yeah, but I'm saying like the actual shoes they used too, like it was like the time when, uh, that I'm talking about, the era that I'm talking about, it was like 2004, not even that, 2003 to 2007, where it was a fucking crazy amount of Air Force Ones coming out, but it was a lot more uh, limited, limited area, limited country packs and because they they had stopped ones. they had stopped putting them out for a while didn't they and then they brought yeah. them back in like the early 2000s they, this is when they were had all the colors like the easter joints they had the taiwan joints they had the lebron james had his own like fear pack kobe had his own one vince carter had his own one she had his own one a classic one and then you would when you would go to Foot Locker, it would be a plethora of colors Oof. That weren't normal vince carter's air force one is fucking nasty but the thing is i like that I like those that time because they were trying a lot more shit with the Air Force One rather than just putting a flight knit on it or like putting whatever new technology you have on it. Fly knit is fucking gross. No, nah, no, nah, I like flying knit chuckers though, but I don't like flying knit on the the way that they try to use flying knit where they force it on you by putting it on the classic silhouette. Remember like when that. they did the flying knit Air Jordan One? They do the flying knit Air Force One and the flying knit fours, like. Bruh. That this I don't really like that shit, but that that I, era, that that era of that Air Force One would never be duplicated. That era was like anytime you went to the mall, every Air Force One was sold out if you didn't go get it that same week. And it wasn't like you can see a release date calendar and what colorway will come in. You would have to go to the mall on a Saturday early in the morning and look at the colorway. And if you didn't cop it, then it was quiet for you because it was only like. The way they did the inventory too was different malls would get different colors. Yeah, those were the days. Not the same, not and not like now where everybody gets the same product. And the, the same thing was with like 
Chinese releases, Japan releases, like you would have to know somebody in those cities to get that shit. I think that that plan could still work now too as well. I'm sure they can do that, but they profit so much of just doing this shit and then putting out fake memes about Black Air Force Ones. <laughs> you think you think that's like contrived? I think that the original notion of it is very real, but th- there's definitely a push for it now. If that if that's a contrived thing. Whoever's running their marketing is a fucking genius. Cause Fact. Because the- I don't really follow a lot of trends of like what goes on on Twitter and shit like that. Like you know, like the funny meme shits. Unless yeah, yeah. it's like some classic shit. But but the Black Air Force One meme is a, is that's just thing. real and it's real. Like, like that. No, so that's like, what that's stop, what's real. Like stop if you playing with that, if shit. you was from my neighborhood at that time. And you had Black Air Force Ones. You was like the gully nigga in my neighborhood. Like you was a nigga who could definitely fight and all that shit. I, I never blocked Black Air Force One because I don't like the way it looks. It looks like yeah. a cop shooting me. So anytime my homeboys just cop that shit, I'm like you should have got some all whites because all whites is just way cleaner. The the Air Force One oh, has like a like... polished look with the 07 fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot the the eyelid of it where it's silver and I didn't really like it and then the whites like, with me is always classic the all black ones when they're beat up look super grimy when the all black ones and then they beat up looks like I don't even it's kind of like if you if you were to dry out a t-shirt a lot of times a dry out a black t-shirt a lot of times like where it turns almost gray yeah like it's like that oh my god like the that. laces on them shits bro I don't like that shit but, See, but the, the, the thing to me is the niggas who copped the black Air Force, the black Air Force ones was niggas who didn't have enough money to buy Air Force white the white Air Force ones multiple times. Cause to me, when my Air Force ones get fucked up, my whites I cop a new one. Like I, they'll get two, two, three yeah. wears a week, and I cop new ones. At, at, at that time, when I was doing two, buy two, three Air Force ones a week, I would buy two, three, four Air Force ones a week. What if the black ones is just all right? I have a theory. What? So we've we talked about the meme and it comes from a real place. Even For you sure said it. Every meme comes from a real from real place. <laughs> let's, let's, that's a different conversation. It does though. So, sometimes memes are just uh, made up and forced onto the reality. No, no but I, I mean like the memes where it like cultural actual cu- people. Yeah, like cultural shit. Yeah, no, no. I mean where the memes is like actual people. You know, like where oh yeah, yeah like the guy biting like, a, ca- a cactus or something. The guy like, on the phone. Yeah, the, like that's know. those are actual people. The ahaha. Yeah, that's not a meme though. That's that's him just that's doing. Just him. That's him. That's Spice Adam shit. Like, yeah. So what if like when they made the first Black Air Force One, right? Yeah. The kid who made it in the. the I'm gonna get real close to the mic because this is conspiracy time. Oh the kid who made it. This nigga loves getting close to the mic. Died making the shoe, and they it became just as well if you speak from behind. And it became like an evil cursed shoe. So it's not that evil, like, wrongdoer, criminal people buy these shoes. It's that once you put them on, you become become evil. (laughs) What is this, the fucking Venom uh, Air Force One? Yo! (laughs) Black Spider-Man? Yo, load up Venom, the movie. I bet he's wearing black forces. That would be dis... That would be disgusting. Dude, what if, like... Oh, my God, put your hands over your face. Like, Think about that shit, bro. What if, like, the symbiote... Like, the, the thing that turns people into Venom, right? It's like some alien shit, right? Yeah. What if instead, an Air Force One crashed into the, from the sky like a Look, meteor? Whoever is an animator... And somebody found it like the Omnitrix. Whoever is an animator and an illustrator, send this to us. I will, the, uh, I will pay you. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not paying you. No, nah, I'll pay to, you. Send it to us. AB underscore underscore dash. But no... 
Yeah, Black Air Force, that Black Air Force one's a little too real, so I don't understand if that was like a contraption. You know, like the damn Daniel Van shit, like yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. thinks that's a marketing. I'm 1000% thinking that that's a marketing scheme because they do pay people to do this type of shit now. But a Black Air Force one, that Black Air Force one is a little too deep cut. Like, that's a deep cut thread. That's, that's like a phone posit meme. Kinda. But like, everybody knows who knows about the Black Forces, know that like, Wherever you're from, that's a real thing. Like that, you wear them shit. So like, yeah, but that, the crazy thing is, you don't. You think like so regionally, because I thought that was just a us thing. Yeah, yeah, like niggas from my neighborhood or like from where we're from, niggas who wear black Air Force Ones. Like you already know, niggas get a pop and you got black Air Force Ones. Like so, yeah, niggas would wear black Air Force Ones to go fight, or they would take black Air yeah. Force Ones and have white ones, throw the black ones on the fight because <laughs> they won't get as fucked up as white ones. That's what. That's how they were used in my neighborhood. Like you would have the whites. But whenever you wanted to do something like play basketball, play football or some shit, you throw the black ones on because they can hold more structure. Kind of like a phone posit. Like, phone posits in the hood is un- indestructible sneakers. Like, my, my mother and, like, my homeboy's mothers and shit like that never had a problem buying you phone posits because those shit's going to last you bad. for yeah. forever. The only thing with phone posits is that they scratch. It's like honey. It never goes bad. Does honey, does honey doesn't expire? It takes a very long time. I'm pretty sure honey takes a pretty long time. Yeah, like... Decades. I never thought. I never thought about it. like how, how does honey even taste when it's expired? Like it, I don't know. It won't get moldy. It doesn't it? Can't. Yeah, it can't. Like. But anyways, I forgot what I was gonna say. I had another Air Force One joke, but I'm gonna let it slide. Oh, I, here it goes. If your man is wearing Air Force Ones, don't dap him up. He's taking your fingerprints. Oh my god. <laughs> He's got a plan. The scene of the crime. Transition this to a more serious note. Um, BT did um a tribute to Nipsey this weekend for the BET yep. Awards, right? Yeah. Uh, they gave him a humanitarian award at BET. Doc. I didn't even know that the BET Awards were happening. I didn't either. I just saw the Nipsey shit. The Nipsey shit was super dope. YG came out and... Uh, yeah, I have to catch it. Didn't his family come out too? Yeah, his Lauren talked, out. his parents talked, his mother talked, uh, the kids was there. And um, they did a tribute. They did uh, the higher record with a chorus in the background with John Legend and Khaled. Oh, um, they performed that Yeah, they, they performed song. that record. Yeah. And then they performed... Um, last time I checked with YG and... Uh, I forgot the two dudes' names, but I know that Complex did a neighborhood, when they had the neighborhood series, where it was like their, a rapper would take you to their neighborhood and do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the person who Nipsey had on there with him, it was him. He's and, on the song. Uh, yeah, it was both of them on it, uh, rapping his verse for him. And then that, the f- it was super dope to me. Good way to go out. Like, uh, it, it was a good way to send them off. It was super dope. It was, and this was like the big... The biggest thing that happened at the award show then, right? For sure. Like, yeah, yeah. On, on one side, I, don't, I really don't like it because it's... On one side, I'm like iffy about it because it's nine times out of ten, y'all you probably wouldn't show them that much love this year if he hadn't passed away. If he was alive, if, if, he, if he had, if he had but they, they gave but, him an award, right? So yeah, to look, yeah, they gave him a humanitarian award. So look, I'll always look on the bright side. It was it was super dope for them to acknowledge that shit because there's been plenty of rappers who don't so get too. acknowledged. Like I'd rather him get acknowledged. BT was for sure because that's our platform. I think that people should big up their own platforms a lot more, but especially platforms that. Big up our people for sure. Um, I think that the the Grammys are gonna do something for him as well because he was nominated for best rap album of the yeah. year this year as well. But that's like in February, right? Rightfully so. Though. I think every place should rightfully so do it because this is bigger than rap music. Like he did a lot more for a lot of people more than just rap music. So yeah. it was you don't even you don't even have to give him an award like BET to just yeah. tribute. Yeah, you tribute, give, you, give, you give him a good tribute. Yeah. Like he deserves it. Like if anybody deserves it, he deserves it. Um, getting off that topic. Wait, 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 wait. wait. 
Is that chick playing the flute and twerking from the BET Awards? What? There's a video of like a... A lady playing the flute? Yeah, yeah. For his tribute? No, not for his tribute. Just the performing. Performing at the BET Awards. I don't know. I didn't watch the BET Awards. I only watched Nipsey shit. I only watched his clip. I don't watch the BET Awards like Bullshit. that. Bullshit. I've Apparently, watched the BET Awards since I was a kid. Apparently, this was like the lowest viewed one ever. I, award shows in general are lowest viewed. Like... When the Grammys is having a hard time, I have like you, you, when you notice yeah, yeah, that yeah. the Grammys are like the Grammys might go hostless. Not like, even that's how bad that the Grammys. Is. When you see that the, uh, they just try to bring all the big names like Kendrick, uh, Hove, like the biggest names because they're trying to attract views. But I feel like now that that won't work because the whole commercial shit. Like nobody's commercial trying to shit. watch two. Nobody's trying to watch two minutes of content and then. A lot of categories. Two minutes of commercials. Yeah, and a lot of categories are trash and not picked to represent. A lot of these brands should just. Oh my god, the Grammy board. A lot of these brands should just do an app or live stream it, and you choose you choose whether you want to see the commercials like YouTube. You can skip now. Yeah. Or you watch all the commercials. Or kind of like Hulu does, like where you'll watch a commercial every like fifteen minutes if you watch something of an hour. So they should do it like that rather than you clipping that that old model of. Two minutes and then two minutes, like then ten minutes and then like two minutes of commercials. That it doesn't work anymore because a lot of people don't have that attention span. Like yeah. I personally like some commercials. Like I like the thing of commercials. Like I still like to listen to the radio every once in a while because I, I don't know it's been for a nostalgia factor. But I understand like who the fuck. Okay, is a, lot, a lot of the times in the Grammy commercials, like there's it's still going on. They'll just get rid of like the exactly whack awards. Yeah, and the commercial. No, no, shit. don't say the whack awards. It's always. All awards. Not it's usually. always dude, it's always the R and B ones. It's no, always they usually show those now. They don't show those They'll now. They usually go like uh so, Songwriter of the Year for alternative record that plays the flamboon. Nah, a lot of, if you if you check a lot of the shit that they don't air, like last year I think um a lot of the R and B ones weren't on. The only ones that are on from our shit is hip hop album of the year. But that's just because Serpent with Feet wasn't nominated. I don't know what that is. Nah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean Bryson told it just tweeted him out. So. It's it's always like our shit is always the most ones that aren't, aren't. like I understand. I understand if yeah, our shit wasn't popular, but our shit is the number one genre. Yeah. I can understand why you don't have fucking folk music, the award going up on TV because it's not you. as popular. But when our shit is the most popular, the most popular fucking genre out here, like that makes no sense. Well, then we're getting shouted out on album of the year and record of the year and shit like that. Then that's all hip hop and rap now. Like I'm pretty. And then they're throwing one Casey Musgraves to ruin it. I'm pretty sure that. Cardi or they won't give it to push. I mean, they might give it to Nip just just like for wait what like album of the year. Because album of the year, album of the year is what? Have they released that? Or am I thinking of last year? You're thinking of last year, bro. Yeah, I'm thinking of last push year. And, yeah. um, push for and rap then, album of the year. Nipsey, Nipsey was yeah. on last year, and uh, Cardi was, like, was on. I was like, push dropped. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but like, it's always like that. Like they'll give you the nomination, but you never get the award. Can't wait for Bandana to be nominated. See, but that's the thing. Like, 2013, 1,000%, if it was, if it was Grammy nominated, I don't remember if it was Grammy nominated. It was 2014? I think it's 14. I think it was 13. But regardless, whatever year it was, that album 100% was the album of the year. Whatever year, the, whatever year that was, that album was the best album. Like, without a doubt. This is 2014. 2014, yeah. That album was, without a doubt, I don't even have to go back into what... Was out that year. That was the best album of the year. So if I look up twenty fifteen Grammys rap album of the year. Yeah. See what's in, see what's in there real quick while you do the the. Uh, but no. 
But I understand that we have different tastes than the board of uh, the Grammy, but production-wise and rapping-wise, just um, as far as a, a film musical album, Pinata was uh, definitely It was Iggy Azalea's The New Classic. See what I'll be talking about? Iggy Azalea, my nigga. Commons, Nobody's Smiling, Schoolboy Q's Oxymoron. Yeah. Schoolboy Q shit could've won. And Childish Gambino's Because of the Internet. Because of the Internet should've won. But what won? Is Iggy Azalea probably won? You know what won? The Marshall sure. Mathers LP2. The fuck out of here, nigga! Like, nigga, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Because I would have been perfectly fine with because of the internet or actually more on one night because that was two great albums that year. Oh, uh, it was 2014 that Macklemore won. That was funny. Over Kendrick. Over Kendrick. And even that nigga texted him was like, "Yo, they was wild." Facts. He went over Kendrick, Drake, Jay Z, and Kanye. What whole album was that that year? Magna Carta. Magna Carta. That's an underrated album. That's an underrated whole album. We we spoke about this already, and then I said it was an hour long, and people got mad at me. <laughs> I told you, because the thing, the thing is, I don't think people, I don't think people care if an album is an hour long, as long as the album is good. It's good. It was good for a whole hour. Exactly. I did not give a fuck. Yeah. It's, it, if it's actually intriguing. I listened to 30 minute songs. But the people that people, quote unquote, say they love the most with the same rap fast style or fake Migo rap shit, that's the album that you don't want to hear an hour of, but the people, people would never... Admit to that because it's, it's of our time music. It's like one of those things that you have to like immediately protect because it's music that you listen to. But 100%, that's why albums were way longer then. Because a lot of people try to give it the attention span shit, but I think it's just a quality reason why the albums are an hour. Duh, all I know is how many folk albums are an hour. I've never listened to a folk album in my life. I don't know. They're pretty long too. We can transition this to uh, one of our favorite brands. We Jake. always give shout-outs. Oh, wait, they're from Montreal, aren't they? Yeah. I think they're from Quebec, actually. Yeah. Um, JJ Jow introduces his own blend of coffee beans. I almost added to cart. I almost Look, fell for the trap. I'm telling you this every time. Oh, it's only $24? JJ Jow continues to do whatever the fuck he wants, and I'm here for it all the time. Like, JJ Jow is the underground Virgil to me. Are you really about to add this shit to your car? Yeah, Obama's yeah, yeah. trash, nigga. I mean, <laughs> I'll just seal it back up and use it as a decoration. Oh. I gotta, I, I'm, you know I'm big on coffee. I'm telling you, Nick, niggas getting different type of bread, bro. Anything you see is like, yo, I'm a cop. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. You know, this is my brand, though. You know it is. I, I feel like he does things that are only on brand for him. Like, yeah. shit that he likes. And that's a, that's something I respect the mm. most. You already know that shipment's going to be crazy because it's coming from Canada. That shipment's probably $30. That's 15 beans. Let me hit X real quick. <laughs> Yo, you... I, I still don't understand that <laughs> method of thinking. When people will have $1,000 or something in the car and it's $10 for shipping, niggas like, Yo, I don't want it no more. I don't want it no more. What? Like, I, don't, I never understood that. Like, I don't give a fuck what shipping is. If I want the product, I'm going to buy the product. But if it's one item, like today I was going to buy the SPs that it's I sent item. You. Oh, the... Cream, the desert joints? Yeah. Okay. I was going to buy those SBs, but the only place that they had them was uh, a UK um, shop had them. Oh, yikes. So, it can't. It would it would come out to be $140 when the retail price is $110 because the shipping is $30. That's so deep. Like that, I don't want to... I would yeah. never buy that. But this thing, the shipping is like over half the oh, amount of the item. I understand it here, but I know that there's people out there that would have $500, $300 worth of shit in their car. And if it's ten dollars shipping, niggas like y'all. Nah, I'm not that. I don't bad. understand. I'm not I don't that. Understand. Bad. Like if I, the thing is with me, if I have a thousand dollars worth of shit in my car, I'm going to the most expensive. If the if it's next day air and it's under thirty, I need it. 
If it's under thirty, if it's under forty dollars, this next day air. If it's thirty five dollars, I'm going all the time. Like when we found it out, I'm I'm getting it every shit. time. I'm already spending a thousand dollars. Even though that shit is. Yo, where's my free shipping if I spend two fifty? On that's only on certain websites. I need that. It's some website you spent two thousand dollars and they still and they still charge <laughs> shipping. Like I need that. Any basically any luxury website that's not far fetch or Barney's or Bergdorf, they charge you. Shipping, no matter what you spend, yeah. and some of the shipping be super trash. Facts, like uh, not just like Farfetch has by far the best shipping that I've ever. Yeah, had. not just like uh, timing, like how and this expected expected time to get to you, but yeah. like, the actual packaging be ass. Sometimes. Farfetch and uh, Mr. Porter, best packaging, best shipping, without a doubt. <laughs> this thing was hype about that shit. Nah, nigga, you know. What's in the... Far, I never ordered something from Farfetch. Farfetch is just basically... You know how our logo is white and then, uh, and yeah, then yeah, the, yeah. the black letter? They do the same thing, except it comes in like a... Kind of like a shoebox form, where it comes... Where you just pull it out and then go like that. But the packaging actual That's of clean. it is like luxury. And then it's really well packaged. Not like when you get something from Grail, the niggas just threw it in the box. Yeah, just oh, my it, God. And the box be fucked up. Like, they actually care about you actually getting the full experience of it. Netaport is the same thing. I mean, Mr. Porter and Netaport is the same thing. Netaport is for women. I remember... Mr. Porter is for males. I remember when I was younger and uh, I first sold, like, a pair of shoes online. Yeah. And then the nigga asked me, like, please double box it, bro. And I was like, there's really people out there who just send the fucking shoe box? 1,000%. Just taped 1, up? That's fucking insane 1, to me. I would only send the... I would only send just the box... If the box is small and it like when the box is real snug and it won't move, like holy. But other than fuck, that, bro. I'll wrap it up if I'm if I ship anything. But a lot of people don't give a fuck. Yeah, they just the tape the shoe box and, and a, a dump of, it. A lot of these sneakers, these chronicle sneakerheads now don't really care either. Like if the sneakers so hype at this point, yeah, that they just want it. They, they just want it. They'll pay yeah. you two thousand dollars and the box come trashed. Or even and no they don't box. Give a fuck. Like that. Nah, nah. You said my shit with no box. Like, I might drive to My favorite shit is, um... So, when you go to the outlets and they have that back wall... And, and they, cut the the, half, they cut the tops the off. Yeah. yeah, when I see that shit, I'm like, alright. There's no way I'm paying you this. I know what you got this shit for. I don't give a fuck. Half the time when, when, they, when, when it's a half box, that shit is super cheap. Fact. Super, super cheap. That shit is super cheap. Shout out to the niggas who go to the outlets early in the morning when they have everything and buy, like, the most random pairs of shoes... And I always just look at these things like, what, who do you, what do you do with this? People niggas, buy that shit. No, niggas put that, that shit on shit. eBay. And so you'll get a pair of sneakers for $20 and sell it for like 50 bucks. But you're selling a thousand pairs of those sneakers. Them shits will go. Fam. Because it's, it's, it's this dude who I know who does that shit from the Orlando outlets. Yeah. And it got to a point where they said they banned him from going in there. So he he had like bodies of people that go in there. That's he was facts. trying to pay me to go in there, but the money that he was trying to offer me was chump change compared to what yeah. he was actually making. So I was like, kid I'm, I'm shoes. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god, kid shoes be going. Like yo, I'm telling you, there's a market for everything, nigga. If you I find it to put to put some of you niggas on with this 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 shit, you can buy some mid Air Jordan ones at outlets, and you can make fifty dollars off of them on StockX. So, okay, buy a hundred of them shits. Yeah, but there's a buy limit at these outlets now. Yeah, there's a buy yeah. limit at these outlets. Like, the one in Orlando, they don't allow you to pull out your phone. You can't speak on the phone while you're there or anything. That's fucking insane. And they have, like, a deputy there inside. Like, because that's how it really gets over there. Like, so a lot of the times when uh, Edge on Ones used to come out there, 
come out the week the week after that, whatever realtors still had whatever Nike realtors still had Air Force One, uh, the Air Jordan Ones, will send it to the outlet. So it'll be a box of bread ones in the background. You could buy chilling. two. So a lot, so a lot of people would take like ten people with them, and they have the box. You just buy two. Yeah, like. Uh, I think a lot of people only know about the big resale markets like Chicago, LA, and New York, of course, like as the big resellers. But, nah, but that shit's got to go somewhere, bro. bro. No, not even that. It's niggas who like don't have jobs who go to the outlets. That is their and job. And make money, like yeah. like a lot of you, money. You take that shit to even the fucking barber shop and just start like, yo, let me just yeah. put this up right here. Niggas, if if, the, if if I walk into your barbershop and you're reselling stick in that barbershop, I'm walking away. I know there's a bar, there's a barbershop that I've been to. That I we were looking for these special sneakers, or we were gonna go buy them. The barbershops in, in in Lakeland, and we went, huh. and they have a case of sneakers that they resell there. And I'm like, bro, that's so crazy that you resell the sneakers in a barbershop, fam. Like, it's a barber. We asked for him, and they're like, oh, he's on his way. The nigga lives like five minutes from there, and he resells you the sneakers. Like, what? That shit was crazy to me. I've never experienced that in my life. Um, you were in Lakeland. Yeah, I mean the the price that he had the sneakers for was ch- the price he had the sneakers for was so cheap that we thought the sneakers were fake. Yeah, like yeah. Like legit. And I was like, yo, I remember asking him how much he wanted for. I think it might have been bread was or some shit. I remember asking him how much he wanted for the sneakers, and the price was super cheap, so we bought them out. Like without, I don't know. I think he might just needed the money, but I definitely was with it. Um, Is there a pair of shoes that has been struck by lightning and that looks good? <sighs> Your brain is going places that I can't answer, fam. You're gonna, you're gonna have a lot to ask God when you meet him. <laughs> um, I'm just, it's, I'm getting to that point. <laughs> we can transition this to Celine's, Celine's Spring Summer 20. Yo, fuck this shit. No, no, no. You have, have you seen this? Nah, I'm loading up the app. I feel like a lot of people. So last year, to, to um, start this conversation, last year we were speaking about how Hadi Slamane was gonna do. Um, if he was going to switch up his style for Celine. And the first collection that we saw was exactly like a ripoff of Saint Laurent. This one too. This one is a, a, is better though. Like last season shit was all black clothing, like super neutral colors. This is still his rock, his 70s rock and roll shit. But this is way better than last year. I feel like a lot of people can't kill him for this one how they would kill him for the other ones. Like a lot of this shit here is not a lot of shit that I've seen in Saint Laurent. Even though there are some similar pieces there, like he has the teddy jacket, the Saint Laurent classic teddy jacket here, and the leopard jacket and shit like that, and the leather jacket. But he does a lot more with this one than he did with last year one. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum for you, bro. I think this is just as bad. I don't think so. I, I like this collection a lot more. I think a lot of this shit is like, I'm trying to find the white word for it, but it, to me, like, it's stale. I, lo- I like a lot of this shit more because he uses colors no- that he normally wouldn't use. But I do understand people who say that this is still a Saint Laurent. Well, it's not Saint Laurent. It's his style it's of his what he shit. does. Yeah. But I-, I understand people who were on the vibe of like they didn't want Celine to be ruined. But when Celine was... A lot of things that I had a problem with is that people didn't buy- start buying the Celine shit until right before Heidi came. Like if you, would- if you guys would have bought all that shit, Phoebe probably would have stayed with Celine. Because a lot of the times that when a creative director leaves, it's either because he's at a pinnacle where he thinks he can't or she can't withstand it or you're not moving product. So I think I think a lot of that fell on Phoebe wasn't really moving product like that, to be honest. But the thing is, like, people, 
were so upset about her leave that you would have thought that there would have been like some sort of like following that would be good enough for her. Not good enough, but like good enough to sustain like yeah, but think about it. If, all, if that was the reason they, why she's they gone, they only went ham after she left. Yeah, but they went. Niggas wasn't saying shit when she was dead. But they went super ham once they seen it was hey, uh, Slamane coming in. But I bet you he moves product though. Like without a doubt, what I'm, he does, I'm willing to say he doesn't. He does for sure. I'm gonna say he doesn't. He would, he moved the the most product in Saint Laurent, probably in Saint Laurent in history as a creative director. Yeah, because that was crazy for Saint Laurent. But, Taylor Rowe was in a different point than Celine was when he came in. But I guarantee you this shit moves out of the store like crazy. Oh. I know for a fact his his boots are renowned by like anybody in fashion. So those shits are moving in general. All I'm going to say is if I see these fucking sunglasses next year, I'm going to be sick. It is the same style of things. I don't understand why he stays in the same pocket. But there is something to be said about consistency to me. Like... If you're consistently on your point, I kind of like it because it's like nobody can get you off the rocket. But it's you have to. Yeah, but if you, you have to be consistently on your move, but know how to change the notch a little. And bit. I don't think he's changed the notch enough. Like it, I think he did more this time than like, last year's fan. Remember last? You gotta give this nigga credit. Last year's, last year's shit, was bad. Bro. Last year's shit was just. It looks like he took a. 2012 Saint Laurent runway shit just did it over again. With yeah, he said, like, "Yo, let's run this shit back." He did. He did. A, he did a, my whole thing is like he did a lot better this shit. He literally sure. went to the DJ and like, "Yo, run that shit back." I gave <laughs> run him that shit five. back, Turbo. <laughs> um, <laughs> last year, moving on to this Tom Brown's uh, Spring Summer 20 uh, runway show. I feel like last year we had the same outlook on what Tom Brown was doing, which was, "What the fuck are they doing?" Like, this shit is what? Like, what are you trying to get across with this Bro, shit? You, you made me use a click on this? Like, the thing is, but I'm saying, like, last year was the same shit. Like, we were looking at this like, what the fuck is this? It's... Like, last year, I think that their shit was the Wizard of Oz. Not Wizard of Oz, but it was like that lollipop bullshit that yeah, it was last yeah, year. Yeah, like some Alice in Wonderland type shit. Yeah, like, this shit was... This shit is just as weird to me. Like, I don't understand what you are going for, an umbrella without, like, Bro, these fucking uh, basketball shoes. Like, basketball. <laughs> slide 27 and 28. Basketball shoes. The balloon sho- shoes. Not even that, but look at, like, where they have a pinstripe, like, shirt and then a pinstripe skirt with headbands and, span- and uh, suspenders. Like, I don't understand what you're going for at all here, but this wasn't... This, this I, is this is what was the bro. creative director there needs to be a switch like immediately and I feel like this is exactly what we said last year to be honest. Um, like this just looks like museum shit. This looks like more of a an art piece than an actual yeah. selling piece. It's of really clothing. not wearable shit. Like I don't understand. Like when they have about. um the Met Gala type shit. Yeah, that's what you. It's were like yeah. That's the only it's occasion like that, you can yeah. wear that. It's like you're expressing. But even more then, of the art than yeah. the commercial product. Even then, it's not fly. It's not fly though. Um, we can change this in this to one of the top brands that we've been seeing a lot this year is the Dior uh, Spring Summer Twenty. Yeah, collabing with Daniel Arsham, everyone's favorite artist right now. And they Shout did Ramoa as well. They did a Ramoa collab. Um, this shit to me is. Dope. I, feel, I feel like last year's runway to me was better, but this year is still dope to me. They're like, really like pushing that futuristic look, and I'm here fucking. I like it. For it. I like it. Yeah. Like one of this. What I mean by being consistent is exactly what I mean by Kim Jones and Dior. He does the consistent futuristic look, 
but he does different takes on it every year. Yeah, That's yeah. what I mean when you should be consistent as well as implementing it, new factors to your... His uh, shit looks like nobody else's. Like, it's yeah, still good. No, no, the only thing that I have a problem with Dior is that they're really pushing the, the Chuck sneaker, like the luxury oh, Chuck yeah, sneaker, yeah. and the pattern. Like, they're really, really pushing the pattern to like a, a, like a, a wave of talking like about Louis the Vuitton. Dior monogram? Yeah, like the yeah, Dior yeah, monogram. Yeah. They're pushing it like to Louis Vuitton and Gucci pattern wave. I guess they're trying to get that more embedded in yeah. people's minds. But, but I like that it's something that already exists and they're like, yo, we should push this type shit. Instead of yeah. just like, you know what, well, yeah. let's make, like Burberry didn't have one and they just made one and were like, alright. Yeah, Burberry did have one but it was the plaid shit. But they knew that that wasn't sustainable yeah. anymore so you had to. They knew it. that it was too much, it was too tied to baby showers. <laughs> but I, I like this shit a lot. Minus the, the chuck sneakers being heavily pushed. Like, I like them like originally but when you overdo them too much it's like very... Balenciaga triple S factor, except they actually look good. But I don't. That's the only. That's the only, like, thing I had a problem with. But their belts that they're using now, and um, they also have like some pleated cargo pants that are out like now, as of now, that are like ridiculous. Um, also the the bucket hat that I'm trying to make AB Dash cop while we in uh, while we on vacation. Fucking chunky sneakers too. Yeah, that's 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 the only things that I really don't like. I like the um, last year they they really kept up with the double breast suits. I like the suit that they have here now, where it shows the inside of the um, oh lap. of the lapel. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then the the it's still a double breast. I like that a lot. Um, what I've been noticing lot is a lot of people have been more on a sophisticated look now. Like a lot of people are doing a lot more trousers and suits, a lot more like different. Like luxury, like not luxury cuts, but very sophisticated cut, cuts. Like I don't know, yeah. like suits are like making. When they go back to the days when niggas would go to the pool hall and just in like zoot I, suits. I like that era though. That's I like wild. that era. I the like that suits. era. Like that mafia era when niggas were murdering in the suit. Like yo, we already I got like the that. fucking dress pants back. We we getting the shoes back, the loafer type shit. All we gotta do is the the top. I, the top I like, is here. I like that era. I like that era. The top is here. Um. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> um. We can continue this with um, Chanel and Finney um, on the Karl Lagerfeld with a with a star-studded memorial. Um, I, I believe Pharrell was there. I believe uh, Ralph Lauren was there. Stella McCartney was there. Valentino was there. Um, this this just to me is like the Nipsey shit. This you know, is one hundred percent well deserved. Like this is this was the way to send Carl out. You know that uh, very old and famous Apple commercial where it's the big screen and it's the crowd and one of the guys runs out and he throws like an axe at the screen. Yeah, that's what this shit looks like. Uh, I I forget where this is at. This is I think this this is uh I know it's in Paris, but I forget what um oh the Grand Palace in Paris. And this is where they did the Chanel show with um the Rocket. Fucking legendary, Leg- leg iconic runway, uh, runway for Chanel that year. I believe Carl had to do something to do, uh, has something to do with it as well. So this is like the perfect place to send Carl off. Um, super dope. This is forever icon. This is what's needed. Yeah. Like they even if you the- see the pictures of it, it's a, it's a lot of people there. A lot of people of some uh, not relevance, but a lot of people of stature yeah. there as well. Um, he deserved it. Carl's a fucking icon and will continue to be an icon. David did the, his classic theme is just black and white. I love how he always just shows up in fucking black, black and white. And white. I'm too. telling you, see, that's the thing that I'm talking about, about being consistent, where you don't have, like what, what Ferg was talking about, you don't have to overdo things a lot of the time. Um, we can continue this with um, 
Berletti's uh, Spring Summer 20. Honestly, I did not know that's how you spell Berletti. All I know is, I feel like Berletti's one of the most slept on luxury brands. I know the price point is like extremely high, but I feel like the quality of shit that they put out, the tailoring they do and the cuts that they do are very fucking classic. They do a really, really good job with shit on with Berletti. Like this, this runway show, but besides, I'll put this like my top three runway show this year for sure. Like Berletti smoked this shit. Like this is to me a, a more higher end version of Louis Vuitton to me. They're both owned by LVMH, so it's understandable, but. The cuts on this shit was crazy. Yeah. Their coats are I, I, I feel like where Louis Vuitton was a little more conservative with they wear, yeah. that this is a little more out there. So I can appreciate which, the design which, aspect of this. Which is kind of weird because Louis Vuitton is a, at a lower price point than Berletti shit. Like, Berletti shit is extremely expensive. Like, if a coat is 2000 for Louis Vuitton, for Berletti's like 9000 yeah. And this is like post um, Hyder Ackerman. I think Chris Van Ash is behind this shit now. This shit, is, this shit is dope as fuck. I feel like this is a brand that doesn't get talked about a lot. For me, this is like the AMI of luxury. AMI Paris. Yeah, like this, like this nah. is definitely that. Like when to me, this is it. The like, AMI this of shit is super dope. The AMI of luxury is New Balance. What? <laughs> Let that sink in. Um, but nah, this this shit is, this shit is dope. A lot of a lot of the things that I saw on this is the color, the color palettes that they use on this was normally what what Berletti wouldn't use. But hey, that shit was super dope to me. But like I said, this is spring summer shit. So a lot of colors that we would not wear on here, but that purple double-breasted coat was ridiculous. Uh, it's I don't know when I'm ever gonna wear red. I don't know what what your problem is with red. I don't like the way it looks on my skin. Oh, oh, that's what it is. Because you always like talking about like red, like oh, that, like. It, plus, like, like it's too aggr- it's too aggressive. <laughs> red is too aggressive. As I have a red fucking yeah, it's too, on it's my too much. I feel like it's attacking me. Nah, I like I like red on certain small pieces. I wouldn't wear like. Red pants. If it's an accent, I don't mind it at all. But if it's the main color, pass. Um, I guess we'll end this here with uh, one of AB Dash's heroes that has a movie coming out. I don't know why you think he's my hero. That is definitely your hero, though. I don't know why, but that is definitely your hero. Um, Eric Andre. The person I'm talking about is Eric Andre. He has a prank movie coming out called Bad Wait, Trip. actually, he is my hero. Exactly. He's married to Rosario Dawson. He's not married to her. Yeah. I think they broke up. Because I know we talked about them dating, but I, I think they broke up. Rosario Dawson is a beautiful queen. So you're saying that there's a chance? Yeah, for me, nigga, not for you. No, they split. Uh, yeah, I, I, I heard that they split a while ago. Because so I follow Rosario on, uh, on Instagram. So you're saying there's a chance? Yeah, for me, for sure. When we right, get what he's going to talk about, relax definitely. with my girl? Um, so, yeah, th- this shit looks like a black jackass to me. They have... Um, yeah, basically. They have rail on here, um, little rail on here, a lot of... Fucking, the only reason I say that that, uh, that Eric Andre is your fucking hero is because I feel like the shit that he does is exactly what you would want to do. If I had my like own that talk interview, show, that, that oh interview God, talk yeah. show that he had was that's just fucking hilarious. Chaos, nigga. See, that's the thing. That shit was chaos. <laughs> I could I could not get into it because it was extreme. Like when Ti was on that shit, that shit was chaos, nigga. You're saying I think it's um I think it's Wiz who's on there or it's somebody. I think it's Ti. It's T.I. And he punches the nigga. He punches him yeah. in the fucking face. Yeah. And he pulls out his dick out of the coffee table. Yeah. Because when he pulls out his dick on the coffee table, like, it's chaos, my nigga. Like, what? And then the, <laughs> the only funny part about that shit is how Hannibal Burgess is supposed to act like everything that he yeah, does Everything is, is fine. Yeah, everything like, is fine. Like, he just stands like, back there and just sits back there. Like, it's normal kind of, like, 
Andy Reddick of fucking Conan. Like, you're just there for, like, the punchline most of the time. Um, but I believe that's all I have for the day. Let me go through my notes real quick and see what we got. Be a bad trip. Shout out. Um, oh, this was another conversation that sparked from the ASAP Ferg interview. So, ASAP Ferg pointed out something to me that I haven't heard in a while. Is when niggas used to sing to their girl over the phone when landlines were still popular. So my whole thing was, have you ever sung to a girl over the phone? Like, when when you were younger, obviously. Like, when your mother could, could get on the other phone and still listen to what you were you were saying? No. Because no. a lot of the videos of the 90s portray niggas on singing the yeah, on the like phone to their girl. Yeah, like R&B type like, videos, right? Or like, like your mom bringing you the phone and saying, like, some girl's calling for you. Like, that's happened to nah. me maybe, like, twice when I was younger, but I've never sung over the phone to a girl. Like, that shit is wild crazy. I, I like, must have just missed out on that era because I was Maybe, maybe, the, yeah, because I caught the tail end of that era of, like, the landline area, era and shit. Fucking but singing to your girl on the, the phone. The only reason I said this shit is super prevalent because Dominican niggas always do this. So, um... In our family, yeah, my uncle used to, like, whenever time, whenever my uncle would get in trouble with his wife, he would, she would kick him out, classic shit, and he would call her and leave it on voicemail, and he'll, he'll you know, he does a classic shit, like, yo, like, man, I'm gonna listen to this shit, like, do that, and he'll play a R&B record, a bachata record, no, no, he wouldn't sing it, he'll oh. play the bachata record of, like, a love record, and just, it would be like a fucking four minute voice message. Like when there was cassette voice messages. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> like that, that's the only reason that it took me back to that. Um, let me see what I, else. I can, I can see myself doing that. That's I why lie. I asked. Yeah, I haven't done it, but I can see myself doing it. Just play fucking um, At Your Best. Oof. <laughs> that's a that's a long record. Though. That's like six minutes. Yeah, like, yeah, let that shit rock. In, in that time back then, you, yeah, it would work. You clog up her whole, whole Yeah, you sure. clog up her whole fucking voice recording. But you get it back, though. My uncle used to get my uncle always used to get it back with that one. Call like three in the morning. You play that one. Play right that, play that bachata record. It's, you it's golden, nigga. You golden. Um, you calling it quits for the season five, episode eight. That's the talk season five, episode eight. Right. Next weekend we will be. It will we'll still put out the episode promptly but next week we will be on vacation promptly i'm on break you wildin like we definitely do an episode (laughs) uh there will be an episode out on friday for sure we're recording Um, from the slums we we definitely gonna be on vacation next week so yo if you don't hear from me then the uh the people in chinatown got me (laughs) (laughs) i still have talk season five episode eight But you'd rather make it hard